G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Benji and Taylor Hill, it's all good right here living different at Vision 180 and joined today on the show by the amazing Toby Mack. He's been around for a long time. He started music when he was just a teenager in school with DC Talk and of course bringing forward his very own career, had a bit of a break. COVID happened and now he's kickstarting his career once again and we're so thankful he's got a brand new album out. But first, Toby can you let us know, it's been a few years since your son Truett passed away in 2020. What have you learnt? Like, where did you get your inspiration from to start writing again? And what have you learnt from writing from a place of grief? I've always written songs for my own life, but um, life's always been good, to be honest with you. It's been like, uh, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, I've had some pain, I've had some struggle, but nothing like this. So. I guess I just continued to write songs out of my life and out of the things I was experiencing, but it's just different now. And it's because I've been through something that I never thought I would walk through it through a valley. I never thought I'd walk through. So yeah, it's, it, I have learned in answer to your question that it is a way to process. It is a way to walk through something that, uh, tears you up inside. Oh, I just can't imagine. We're going to continue chatting to Toby Mack. We'll find out how that whole experience has changed the way he's written this new album. But right now, Toby Mack, Crowder and DJ Madge, here they are. Hello, future, living different right here at Vision 180. And joined today by the amazing Toby Mack. It's so great to have you on the show Toby, how has Truett's passing changed the way that you write? Like you've previously spoken about having new insights into grief, now being through it, a whole new understanding into what eternity really means. When did you experience this for the first time and how did it change the way that you write or even think about things from a faith perspective? Well, I, when Truett passed, um, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just wrote this song 21 years as a tribute to my son, not, not for my own grief at all, but as a tribute to my son, my beautiful son. And I wanted the world to know how amazing he was. So I wrote that song 21 years because I look at those 21 years as a gift from God that I got to keep him for 21 years. God trusted me with him. Um, and then I began this journey, uh, writing songs, writing a few sad songs, really sad songs. And I just thought I'll, I'll probably never write another up-tempo song. You know, I, I just didn't think I would. And, and I was, uh, you know, upset with God from time to time, walking through this, questioning him, um, trying my best to land on trusting him and his plan, but struggling a little. Uh, And then uh, I just thought, well, you know, at that point, I thought I'll never write a tempo song. There's just no way it's not in me because just sad songs were coming out. I wrote a song called Everything About You with my daughter. 
And I wrote a song called Faithfully and I wrote Promised Land. And all of them were down tempo, sort of heartbreaking. Uh, but, but so, so the thing is, what I, what I was beginning to learn is that although God doesn't always take our pain away, he doesn't promise that we won't experience pain. He promises that he'll be there with us in it. And he, he was faithful to that for me. Oh, so powerful. And thank you for sharing, Toby. We're going to continue chatting to Toby Mack. We'll find out how we went from grief to be able to work with Blessing of Four on a track like The Goodness. That's on the way. But right now, speak life, Toby Mack at Vision 180. Some days life feels your Saturday simulcast at Vision 180. Get in touch with me, vision180.org.au, or of course, through our socials at vision180au. Mel with you for your Saturday simulcast and joined today on the show by Toby Mack. What an absolute legend. Now, Toby, you spoke before about the passing of Truett and you experienced some really intense grief as a father losing a son. I can't even imagine. But then how did you go from dealing with that grief to arriving at the song, The Goodness, with Blessing of Four? It's such an amazing song. We are loving it on Vision 180. How did you get there? Well, thank you, first of all. I would say uh, I wrote those three songs that were really sad. And then the, the first glimpse I got was I read, I was still like reading my Bible every day because I thought, well, I believe this. I've believed it my whole life. I will continue to believe this. And I kind of was like, God, you better show me. I kind of, I kind of went out on a limb and said, you better show me something. I need to see something. I need to know. And I pushed really hard against him and, and begged him to like, show me that he's there for me, that he's real. And in that, in those times I was reading the whole Bible and it, it was supposed to take me a year, but it took me two and a half. But in that moment, I was in Isaiah and I read the scripture that said, it said, God is rolling up his sleeves. Uh, and I was like, wow, what a promise. What imagery to think of God rolling up his sleeves on my behalf. And I, and I, so I wrote this song, Help is on the Way. And it, it actually was the first thing I wrote. I said, well, this isn't. This is up tempo. This is this isn't joyful, but it's brewing and intense. But it is up tempo. It's not a ba- It's not a sad ballad. Um, and I thought, whoa, I, it's something I literally never thought I would do again. Um, and then I started something interesting happened. I actually started believing in my heart that help is on the way. I, I like my. It's like this scripture this song I wrote started ministering to me and I started believing that and along a few months later along comes the goodness which not only is up tempo but is full of joy and hope and uh and I wrote on a napkin one day at a restaurant I like to write lyrics a lot of times in public places where I can see humanity but they're not looking at me restaurant writing alone and I wrote I just wrote the line you're still the goodness in my life and it, it, um, it turned out to be this song, The Goodness. I, I, I read a quote, too, that, that, made, that pushed me further. It said, uh, it said, a saint is not someone who is good, but someone who has experienced the goodness of God. 
And though everything's not perfect and my life is very different and I'll never be the same, I have before and after my son passing experienced the goodness of God and I still do. So special. Here he is, Toby Mack, teaming up with Blessing Offer. It's the goodness living different at Vision 180. You made the rain, so when it falls... Mountains, Jonas Myron, loving that one. And I do think that there's going to be a lot more where that came from. We caught up with him on Vision 180. You can have a listen to the full podcast and find out more about that track and what he's been up to at v180.org.au. But today we have a very special guest joining us on the show. We are chatting to Toby Mack. Now, Toby, your album is on the way. We cannot wait. And you really are bringing some hopeful songs in the midst of everything that you've been through. We want to ask you about a particular song. This one's called Space. And it really excites us because it reunited you with DC Talk. And we're very excited to see this track on your album. Can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about this song? Yeah, that came a little later. Uh, I had this whole journey of of these sad songs to this scripture of help is on the way to the goodness. And it's like this journey that I just kind of explained to you. That was like the beginning of it all. And then, and then when I wrote the goodness, just some other thoughts began pouring through a little more, even though I I will continue to say, I'll never be the same man. A, a, A few more like normal kind of the way Toby writes songs started coming. And I, I thought about this thing, you know, space that gets between us and our relationships. And, and I know, you know, there's people out there that still wonder, like, does DC Talk talk to each other? Are they, are they friends? Do they hate each other? Uh, well, we text all the time, like often. Uh, I don't get to see them that much because they're running, I'm running, but, but we text often. Uh, we text probably three times, at least twice this week. Uh, and I think, I think people just imagine that we don't like each other or something, but we do, but, but space has come between us, family time and touring. And we climbed a mountain together out of college, out of university. And now we're climbing three different mountains. So the luxury of just being together isn't there anymore. So this space comes between you. And sometimes it's for a good reason. And other times you just, life takes you in different places so I wanted to write this song about space coming between us. And I started down the, down the line and I looked up and I didn't even know it. Honestly, I, I looked up and I go, am I writing about DC talk? <laughs> like, am I writing about Michael and Kevin and our relationships and this, this distance that has just come between us. And, you know, and then, as, you know, when I looked at the first lines, you know, I've replayed it like a thousand times. I reminded in my head, uh, you could tell me that I lost my mind. You could tell me that or what I should have done. I'm like, I, I really am. It, but I didn't set out for it to be autobiographical, but it ended up moving in that direction. And then I asked them if they would sing on it. And, and at first they were like, does it make sense for us to do something together again without us doing a full thing? And I'm like, it's up to you. And I sent them the song. And when they both heard the song, they both got back and said, this makes perfect sense. Um, some of my favorite lines in the song are, and, and some of these lines are my favorite on the record, but um, would you step across a party line? Would you meet me in my cold cell? Uh, oh, would you step across a party line? Would you meet me in my cold cell? Um, 
Oh, what's the next line? Um, oh, I know. Step across the party line. Can you meet me? Uh, Would you walk into my cold cell? Oh, I can't remember it. This is terrible. Um, but the last line is, um, would you would you meet me at the well? Um, and I just think, wow, that's what we as believers are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be stepping across lines and loving people well. We're not supposed to be drawing lines. You know, I mean, we're supposed to be stepping across them uh, and loving people. And then the whole outro of the song just the con- most convicting line. I think one of the one of the more convicting lines in the Word of God, in my opinion, are "Love keeps no record. Love keeps no record of wrong. Love keeps no record. Love keeps no record of wrong." And I just repeat that line over and over. The three of us, and it's like no matter what comes between us, uh, there's always room for reconciliation when, when love is present. Let's have a listen to it right now. Brand new, Toby Mark in space at Vision 180. I've replayed it like a thousand times. Freedom is coming. It's young and free right here living different at Vision 180 for your Saturday Simulcast. Thanks so much for joining me and what an amazing show it is today where we get to catch up with a very special guest, Toby Mack. You may know him from DC Talk throughout my childhood. He's also gone solo. He had a bit of a break through COVID and he's back again with a brand new album. Toby, what do you think the role of art is today? Art that is inspired by faith and what should it be doing in our culture today? I think it should be turning eyes to the king. You know, when I walk in to write a song or a record or an interview, I just say, God, breathe something through me that would turn eyes to you. I don't want people leaving an arena with the name Toby Mack on their lips that will get them nowhere. I want them to leave that arena with the name Jesus on their lips. And that is my heart's cry. And that's why I make music, honestly. So good. What artists inspire you on your journey? Uh, Many. Um, Larry Norman, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman, um, Bono, you too, I guess. Um, I think Bob Marley in an interesting way. <laughs> I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't believe the way we believe, but he spoke out, uh, and he was the voice of the people to a government that was hard on him, and and he spoke of his faith and and what his life was about. He put he put music right in the in the arena with uh it was his voice you know to the people and i just think there's something special about that he was talking about spiritual things and political things in the midst of a song that was melodically uh enticing and inviting and i think man that that's kind of our job isn't it now ours would be for the king of kings the king of glory um his was for for his god whatever job uh, but I'm just saying like, he inspired me the way he did that, the way his feet were on the ground, but his voice was loud and he used melody in a, in a supreme way. Uh, but yeah, I've, you know, Michael W. Smith taking three little punks, me, Mike and Kevin on tour so long ago when he didn't need to, he didn't have to, but he, he we weren't helping him 
pull people into the arena, but he just kind of liked us. So he took us out and one thing led to another. Um, and then, you know, even people like uh, Oswald Chambers is a, a great author, um, you know, who always encouraged me to give up the right to myself. Um, give up the right. That's that. When I think about my utmost for its highest, all I hear is give up your right to yourself. Give up your right to yourself. Give up your right to yourself. Um, and then, you know, Michael and Kevin, who really taught me how to use my voice. I'll never deny that. I always, I always include them in people that inspired me because, you know, I was just, the, I was just the, the rapper of the DC talk band. I was the guy that was, I saw a man with the tat on his big fat belly. It wiggled around like mama late. Like, and then uh, Michael and Kevin and I, the way they used their voices, the way they sang different tones and different, um, I don't different, passionate in different ways, screaming or, or soft or warm and gentle. Um, I, it made me think I could use my voice to do anything I want. I'm not limited. Uh, you know, I did, I sang growing up. I sang a little in DC talk, but I've learned to, to use my voice. And it's, it's almost like I'm still in this beautiful land of discovery. I'm still discovering how to use my voice in different ways. So it's still so exciting to make songs. That's so good because we're still finding it exciting hearing your latest releases and your newest songs. You just keep us guessing every time. Every song is just better and better. Let's have a listen to this one. Toby Mac, feel it at Vision 180. DJ Madge, George Hondera, I'm going to live right here, living different at Vision 180. We're here all throughout the week. You can stream us live at v180.org.au or the best way to listen to Vision 180 is to get our free Vision Christian Media app at the App Store or Google Play. Now today, very special show as we are joined by Toby Mack. Now, Toby, one of the significant songs that you wrote is called I'm Sorry. Did you have any nervousness about releasing a song that is just so challenging and could get some pushback from some people? I love Australian people for that reason. The fact that that question was asked. Do you know not one American person has asked me about that song? Do you know I have no one's even mentioned that song to me? It flew under the radar so badly because it, it was too real. People don't want to talk about the hard things. They want Christian music to be positive and encouraging they don't want to talk about the hard things that are the embarrassing things for us as 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 people of faith the things where we've we've misrepresented our king i've misrepresented our king and i think we have to talk about those things we have to realize that we're called to something deeper and and uh when i can I tell you just a little bit about that song really quickly? I was in Israel and a guy that was my guide there, my wife and I went and as, as he was at, on the Mount with a sermon on the Mount was supposedly spoken over the people. Um, he just was talking to us like, like just telling us about, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. And then he just went into it memorized. He just did the whole sermon on the Mount right in front of us. And it, it, that's when I wrote that song because I realized, wow, we have strayed far away from what the king was asking of us. We have strayed so far away. 
and it, and it just made led me to writing I'm Sorry. So true. I love your heart, Toby. Let's have a listen to this one. Toby Mac, I'm Sorry, Living Different at Vision 180. We started out strong, but somewhere along we lost our way. Speak life, Toby Mack. You're on Vision 180 for your Saturday simulcast. Thanks for joining me. And on the show today, we're joined by none other than the Toby Mack. Toby, have a question for you. What was harder for you getting started all those years ago back with DC Talk when you're in school or starting a career again post-COVID? Well, Michael, Kevin and I, you know, that was, that was, that was hard, but it did come quickly. I mean, not really, because we were in university doing it for several years, you know, hitting up every every youth group in sight, trying to let us do four songs in front of their 30 kids. I mean, we, we worked really hard at it. And Tate, Tate was amazing at booking shows. He's he's amazing. Um, uh, but but uh, and he taught me all that stuff. Michael taught me so much back in the day. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was a you know, I was a little university student. He was in music already. Anyway, uh, I think post COVID, I felt ready to go. Like, you know, I, I had written a bunch of songs and I felt, although my life completely changed in that moment, uh, I had things to say and I was ready to share them with the world and ready to, and it also gave me a lot of time with the King, a lot of time with the Lord to sit in his word. And, and so I, I felt, ready. I felt a sense of purpose and calling maybe deeper than I had before. So I, I would say DC Talk was harder than post-COVID. Okay. Yep. Fair call. Now, a lot of us had epiphanies or we started to look at things a little bit differently post-COVID. I have friends who quit their job, who sold their house and got in a caravan and traveled Australia. They start to change the way they think about things. Did you have any moments like that post-COVID? I know. I always knew I always walked with the Lord, but I think because those things, true, it's passing in COVID, kind of lined up a little bit, very close. And I think I just, um, I, I learned life at home. And I learned that sometimes life on the road, uh, time with time spent with the king can get away from you a little bit. So I learned that waking up and getting that time has become really, really important to me. I fight for it now, like I never have before. And, you know, I would read my Bible at night or whatever, but I just think in the morning, and I'm not trying to be some old school preacher, but in the morning, if you get that time, it it extends through your day. That's what I love. So good. Love it. Thanks, Toby. We're going to continue having a chat with Toby Mack. We'll find out what's his favorite song and who would he love to collaborate with in a few hits time. But right now, brand new one from Colton Dixon, Build a Boat at V180. Your love, young heart, at Vision 180. It is your Saturday simulcast streaming live right around Australia. The best way to listen to V180 throughout the week is to download our free Vision Christian Media app from the App Store or Google Play, or you can get in touch with me. I'd love to have a chat to you through our Facebook or Instagram with the tag at Vision180AU. Now, very special show today as we dedicate it to the legend that is Toby Mack. Now, Toby... I want to know, what's your favorite song on your latest album? 
And is there someone that you could, if you had a dream to collaborate with anyone you could, who would it be? I, I had a lot of collaborations on this record and a lot of, I always wanted to do a song with Torn Wells. He's my worked close friends. Uh, so it was nice to get him in. Uh, Zach Williams stepped up and crushed it. Slam dunk. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, maybe a dream of mine would be, hey, why not Sade? Sade on a collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> um I I do I do think she has an incredible voice. I think uh you know man I hate to drop the obvious name but I mean Lauren Daigle's voice is just really really special. Let's be honest, it's incredible. Uh I reached out to her in the middle of COVID about maybe doing a song and they were up for it but it just it didn't pan out. Um but I would love, honestly, I hate to name like the biggest artists in our industry right now, but her voice is just so phenomenal. Like it's so special. And then, uh, I think, um, probably my favorite song is, is everything about you because I, I did it with my daughter. It's the first time we've done a song together and it's just kind of, I love how warm it is. It's all live strings and live horns and it's, it's just real music to me. Oh, so cool. I can't wait to hear that one. I'll have to have a listen. Here he is right now. Toby Mack teaming up with Holland and True. Backseat driver. Right here, living different at B180. Silly me, silly me. Unspoken hard times at V180. It's your Saturday simulcast right around Australia. And, of course, we're live all throughout the week at v180.org.au. Oh, catching up with the amazing Toby Mack today on the show. Toby, before we let you go, your brand new album, Life After Death, came out yesterday. We are absolutely loving it. If you haven't heard it yet, guys, make sure you check it out. But before you go, we want to know what's your vision for this album, Life After Death, and what do you want it to leave with people? Yeah, I would say that I I would say I, would, I, I took God to task a little and I said now wait a second you're going to let this happen in my life and I said I'm going to give you a chance I'm going to give you a chance to show me that you're good and I didn't walk away I trusted him and I tried it but I asked him to show me that he's good and I can only tell you this that he's kind he, he met me in the deepest, deepest of valleys, and he, he didn't take the pain away, but he never left me. That's life after death. Oh, so beautiful. Toby Mack, his latest album, Life After Death, is out right now. Make sure you stream that bad boy. It is amazing. Toby, thank you so much for joining us on the show. If you missed out on our chat and you want to have a listen, the podcast should be up in the next couple of days at v180.org.au. Coming up, we're going to continue playing your favourite music with Jordan Fullies and Caden. But right now, the man himself, Toby Mack, get back up at Vision 180. You turned away when I looked you in. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.